Good morning, people of the internet, historians of the internet. Uh, everybody's had a good week, ready for the weekend to start. Let me go see some fall time colors uh, or travel to go see them. I know down in, down here in East Tennessee, uh, we're starting to get a little golden up here. Not all the way, a lot of stuff's still green, but it's turning. Maybe by November we'll be in peak. So anyway, the book's coming along pretty pretty awesome. Um, still just taking my time with it. All right, so to dive right in, today's podcast is going to be about, be about excuse me, the historic Morristown College. So, without further ado, let's dive right in. So the Morristown College was pretty hist pretty historic thing up here in Morristown. Um, it was one of the first few colleges, not the first in the state, not the first, not even the first in the country, but just the first in this area uh, in East Tennessee that, that was dedicated to the higher education of African American people, Black Americans. It was located on East Sixth North Street in Morristown. It was founded in 1881 by the National Freedmen's Aid Society of the Methodist Episcopal Church, and it closed in 94 after a brief affiliation with Knoxville College. So, no, no, I'll try to uh, condense this down. But the site of the college was part of the 1864 Battle of Morristown, and then it became part of a federal occupation camp during the last months of the Civil War. As... Part of the grounds, um, part of the grounds somewhere up there, there was a cavalry camp. I don't know if it's for the Union or the Confederacy, um, but let's see. And also the Reconstruction that was there through that too. So this site was also the location of an old slave market where Andrew Fulton, who was believed to be among the last few slaves sold there, became one of the college's first professors. In 1869, Almira H. Stearns came to East Tennessee from New Jersey to open a grammar school for black children. And in 1881, the Freedmen's Aid Society expanded her school by opening Morristown Seminary and Normal College. They'd go on to receive full support of the Methodist Episcopal Church, and then the purpose of this new school was to train ministers and teachers for the black population of the region. Later on, the church would appoint, appoint Judson Hill, a 27-year-old pastor and missionary from also from Trenton, New Jersey, to be the first president. Under Judson Hill's leadership, the college grew to over 300 students, and by the turn of the century, to raise money for needed classroom buildings and dormitories, Hill would end up securing funds from northern philanthropists such as Andrew Carnegie, uh, the McCormicks of Chicago, the Kellogg's of Battle Creek, Michigan. And in addition, he would also solicit contributions from local merchants. And through his successes in fundraising, he was able to launch a major expansion to the building program for the college that included the construction of dormitories, classrooms, administrative offices, and a dining facility. And then they would also later on acquire a 300-acre dairy farm. So Hill's improvements at Morristown College occurred within the larger context of Jim Crow South. 
at that time, a lot of white folks saw very little need for African-American higher education, you know, and education in general. Um, but many Northern and Southern leaders, and even some black educators, such as Booker T. Washington, tried to compromise with the white society by channeling African-Americans into industrial and vocational education. Following this trend, Hill introduced industrial training. Industrial training, excuse me. I cannot talk this morning. By 1901, the college was renamed Morristown Normal and Industrial College. Some of the industrial courses offered for male students included woodworking, brick, mason, brick making, masonry, uh, iron molding, broom manufacturing, so on and so forth. And for the women, uh, domestic science classes included sewing, cooking, and serving techniques, and a few others. Now, the products created in this classrooms, such like brooms, were sold across the United States, and the profits were given back to the college. Now, can you imagine if somebody still has one of those brooms today? It'd be kind of cool. For the remainder of Hill's presidency, industrial education would be the primary focus of the college, decreasing the earlier emphasis on teacher and clergy training. Mr. Hill would pass away in 1931, and coupled with the onset of the Great Depression, the college went through some pretty dramatic changes. Edward Paulston would be the president for three years and would change the direction of the school from industrial to traditionary liberal arts. He would be unable to turn the school back around financially and would resign. Mr. J.W. Haywood, the first black president of Morristown College, succeeded Paulston and managed, to, managed the campus for seven years. In 1944, Miller W. Boyd became the first alumni, uh, alumnus to become president through his successful fundraising techniques and incredible leadership. The enrollment rose to 435 students. So after the Civil Rights Movement, African Americans were able to attend previously all-white state-supported colleges and universities. And as a direct result of this, Morristown College found it pretty difficult to compete with larger public institutions that could offer cheaper tuition, such as, I think it was around at that time, Walter State or Carson Newman. Um, they, the public institutions could also receive state and federal funds. The Morristown College didn't do that. Over the next 20 years, uh, the college continued to struggle financially. And in 1989, Knoxville College took it under took more Knoxville College took Morristown College under its wing and began operating it as a junior college but as we all know or at least most of us Knoxville College also had its challenges and it closed the Morristown campus in the mid-90s now the college now like I said earlier the college would be among the first schools in this area dedicated to higher education for black Americans Students would come from Florida, North Carolina, New York, and New Jersey. Students could claim more than 20 majors. At its peak, the campus had 12 buildings and 365 acres. It started with missionaries, became a grammar school, and later a college. It served as African American High School for Morristown and the surrounding area during segregation times, and even through the slave times. And though the names changed from Morristown Seminary and Normal, well, let me back up. Though the names changed from Morristown Seminary to Morristown Normal and Industrial College, 
To Morristown College, it remained a very important educational and cultural institution. After its closure in the 90s, the college would be subject to all sorts of cruel torture. Vandals would break into the buildings and demolish the interiors of all the, build of all the buildings. Ghost hunters would trespass, and homeless people would stay there. Squatters, whatever you want to call them, coupled with the agonizing effect that time has on sitting buildings that would be deemed as a complete loss by the 2010s when an arsonist set fire to the main campus building. Soon after, by 2015, the city of Morristown acquired the property and set a date for the historic grounds to be demolished. Today, the buildings no longer stand, but it has been made into a quote-unquote heritage park that everyone can enjoy without fear of prosecution by local authorities or retaliation from homeless people protecting all that they have. And there we have it. That's the story of Morristown College. I was lucky enough to remember when the abandoned buildings were still standing. And I even remember a little bit of before they were vandalized. Uh, really unfortunate that it couldn't exist in the present time. You know, there's some pretty messed up people out there. So with that being said, uh, those of you who have might, have might have seen the pictures on it on my Facebook page or somewhere else on the internet, you can go visit the grounds. Uh, Morristown's made a very nice spark out of it. Um, that's all I have. I uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. See you next time. You're on.